direction of everything. As you could hear, I changed my theme music again. But today I have some sad news. Over the summer, Ava the DIY girl or Ava the book guru isn't here anymore. So today is just me. Anyways, let's get on to the episode. Today we are talking about five DIY pet treats. Let's get started. Credits to the YouTube channel, Gone to the Snow Dogs. If it wasn't for their awesome recipes, we wouldn't have been able to make this podcast episode. Let's get into it. Number one, DIY dental dog treats. First, preheat your oven to 350. If you're with an adult and you want to do this, ask them to help you. Then, get a large mixing bowl. Now we're going to mix out together our dry ingredients. The first ingredient you want to use is food grade activated charcoal. If you can't find this ingredient, you don't have to add it. You might find it at a local GNC store. They come in capsules, so you'll want to empty one tablespoon into your bowl. Why we recommend this is that it helps absorb most of the bacteria in the dog's mouths. Next, you want to add three and a half cups of ground rice flour. Now, you want to whisk the first ingredients lightly. Set aside the whisked ingredients for now, and we're going to mix the fun stuff. You're going to need a food food processor for this. First, you need to empty half a cup of fresh chopped parsley into your blender, along with a half cup of fresh chopped mint leaves. Mint makes the breath smell good. Next, you want to add one cup of chicken broth or you could just use a water, your choice. Then add four tablespoons of coconut oil. And then you need to add two tablespoons of chlorofresh, which you can maybe which you can maybe also find at GNC. You don't have to use it, but it helps freshen their breath and also helps their digestive system. Now you want to process the ingredients in your food processor. Remember the dry ingredients that we made a while ago and put to the side? Get that out and add one egg to it. Then add a little bit of the green mixture that you made into the same bowl. Then put the bowl under your mixer and mix it while slowly adding the rest of the green soup. What you end up is with a nice moldable non-sticky dough ball. Now you want to roll them out pretty thick. You want to roll them out to be three-eighths of an inch thick because they're a dental treat. They need to be dense, thick, and crunchy! You probably want to use a largest mold, preferably a four-inch mold. Put flour on your surface and roll the dough out. They're going to be a thick cookie so that your dogs won't finish it in one bite. It also helps clean their teeth because it stays in their mouth longer. You want to bake them at 350 degrees for about 30 minutes. If you still don't think they're that crunchy enough after baking, let them cook for about 15 more minutes at the same temperature. After you've cooked them to your satisfaction, leave them to cool in your oven, and as your oven cools, it makes the treats more crunchier. Cut out the rest of your treats and place them on on a cookie sheet. Bake them for 350 degrees in your oven. 
If you have a smaller or larger dog, you can change the size of, of your preferred treat. You want to bake the cookies at 350 for 30 minutes. Then flip them over and do the same. Don't burn yourself. The treats are super crunchy when they are finished. Your dogs will love them. I hope that you'll make this first recipe with me. On to the second one. Number two, dog friendly meatballs. These are super simple to make, so first you want to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Next, you need one bowl. Only one bowl? Yup, you heard me. One bowl. <laughs> you want to add one pound of ground beef or ground turkey or chicken. It's your choice. Whatever your dog's like. These are also meatballs for humans, too, if you want to eat them also. There's nothing in them that humans can't eat. If it isn't already broken up, you should break it apart with a fork. This is so that it's easier to stir the ingredients into. Now, you want to add about half a cup of fairly small chopped carrots. If you also want to add carrots a different way, you could add shredded carrots. Then, you also want to add another about half of a cup of shredded cheese. Now, you want to add one egg to your bowl. Also, you want to add about three quarters of a cup of breadcrumbs. Now you want to mix all the meatball ingredients together, preferably with your hands, but we, but we recommend that after you mostly use a spoon. Then, after you mix the ingredients, you want to take a small, you want to take small balls of dough and roll them, er, and roll them into balls, meatball shaped. You can decide what size you want them to be if you want them small. I, rec I recommend you cook them for less in your oven. You want to cook them for 15 to 20 minutes at 350. Also, if you wanted to make bigger ones, then cook them a little longer than the suggested time. Then they will turn a pretty dark brown with the little carrot wedges in them. I hope that you want to try the meatball recipe uh, along with the dental dog treats. That would be awesome. Anyways, let's get on to the third one. Doggy sushi! All the ingredients in the sushi are dog friendly and you can eat the sushi too. First, you wanna get one cup of sushi rice or whatever kind you prefer. We recommend using medium grain rice and you want to cook your rice for about 30 minutes or however, however long you want. Then, you need to let it cool so it's not too hot. Let it cool for about a couple hours to make sure it is in room temperature. For your ingredients, you need a carrot, a cucumber, and bonus cooked salmon in a can. You want to cut your cucumber vertically, and if you don't know what vertically means, vertically means like up and down. You want to cut the carrot the same way. If the carrot strips are too long, cut them in half. You want to drain your salmon, and also probably want to rinse it. Maybe make sure it's not super wet. Then you want to get your nori sheets and lay them out. Gently take a piece of nori sheet and try not to break it. They're pretty stiff. <laughs> not exactly stiff, but like pretty thin. You want to dip your spoon in water so that sticky rice does not stick to your spoon. Then you want to lay out your sticky rice onto your nori sheet. You want to add about a cup of your rice. Now, you want to spread your cup of rice onto the nori sheet. Try very hard not to break it. We recommend spreading 
spraying the rice with your fingers so that it doesn't break easily. It works really good. You want to leave about one inch gap not filled with rice vertically so that it has something to stick to. Now, you can add as much salmon as you want. The opposite side with the gap will be the side that you load all the ingredients onto so that it stays in the middle. The salmon might be a bit flaky because it's canned and it's chopped small, but you could also leave the salmon out if you just wanted to use veggies. Pretty healthy. Now, you want to add your cucumber. Add the little spears somewhat on top of the salmon, but if you didn't use salmon, that's okay too. Also, you want to add your carrots. If you just wanted carrots, put them on the opposite side of the one inch gap. If you did use salmon or cucumber, or both, stack them carefully on top of which ones you chose. Let's hope it all fits! <laughs> now, you want to very slowly and very carefully roll up your sushi. If you're halfway rolled it up, squeeze it together to make sure it's tight. You want to do this to make sure that it doesn't get loose when you're rolling the last half. You want to squish it again about three-fourths of the way if you want to. Squeeze the roll whenever you feel like you need to or it's falling apart. I hope that doesn't happen. And then squish it for the last time when you finish rolling it. Now, if you want to cut it, wipe the sharp edge of your knife with a wet paper towel or just a wet towel. This is to prevent the sticky rice from sticking to your knife. That sticky rice is sticky. This, this sushi tastes super delicious if you want to try it. That was the best sushi recipe ever. Well, on to the next one. Doggy chicken nuggets. First, you want to get a pot. Fill one fourth of the pot with water and bring it to a boil. You also want to preheat your oven to 350. While your water is boiling and your, and your oven is preheating, you want to take about one half of a boneless, skinless chicken breast. Maybe a little bit more than one half. <laughs> you want to cut it up into very, fairly small slices. After your water has reached its boiling point, you want to dump your one half pound or more, but not a, not a lot more than one half, but you want to dump your one half pound of chicken breast to boil in your pan for six to eight minutes. While your chicken breast is boiling, you want to get out your food processor. You can also use a blender. You need to follow, you need to mix the following ingredients. One cup of rolled oats and one cup of flax seeds. Now you want to process them or blend them for a little bit. It should be done processing or blending when it feels like a bit like flour. Then you want to add one quarter of a cup of non-flavored breadcrumbs to your processor or blender. Then you want to mix it together a little bit more. If you want your breading of your chicken nuggets to be finer, we would suggest using a blender. If you want them to be not as fine, then the food processor would work perfectly. Make sure to save the water from your boiled chicken because you need three quarter cups of a chicken broth. Wait, for your chicken broth to cool because you don't want to use it when you're working with because it might burn your fingers. You are going to want to put all of this into your food processor. 
turn on your food processor and slowly put in your chicken and keep processing it. Now you want to slowly add in your chicken broth. Adding in the chicken broth helps it all stick together. Then you want to break pieces of your dough bowl off and mold it into somewhat looking chicken nugget cheeks. You want to bake your chicken nuggets for about 25 to 30 minutes. These are so easy to make. You can eat them too. There's nothing in the treats that humans can't eat. They're so tasty. Let's get on to the fifth one. Remember, this is the last one for this episode. Sorry. But it is delicious. Number five, frozen patriotic dog treat. You need a silicone mold with stars imprinted into them. You can also use whichever kind of shape you want. It's your choice. You want to put one of your patriotic colors in each mold. But first, let's make the white mixture. You need a little bit of unsweetened flake coconut. You also need a lot of unsweetened coconut milk. You want to put the coconut stuff into your blender. You also want to add a little bit of water to help it mix together. Then, you want to put your lid on your blender and you want to blend it. For easier pouring, you might want to put it in a measuring cup. It smells so good. You want to get three molds and fill one up with the white mixture. You want to freeze all of the treats for from four to six hours. Next, we're gonna mix up the bread batter. Soon, or first, you want to get your some fresh strawberries and add them to your blender. Then, you want to add about one fourth of a cup of water. Then you want to blend it. Really easy, right? Now, you want to pour the strawberry mixture into another star silicone mold. Now, we're gonna do the blue stars. We need blueberries! Same with the strawberries, you want to add them to your blender. You also want to add another one-fourth of water to your blueberries. Then you want to blend it again. Or just blend it. Again, you want to freeze them for four to six hours, or you could just leave them overnight, your choice. Then you have your patriotic dog stars. These are super easy to make. Anyways, that's the last one for this episode. Make sure to subscribe and turn on notifications. We hope you enjoyed. Bye!